I really hurt my leg. I would show you the bruise, but it doesn't oh. look good. I tried to water ski. I'm not cut out for that stuff, man. Beth has a friend who likes it look so easy. She's been doing it since she was a kid. And I said, oh, I can do that. I'm back of a boat. I'm drunk, you know. It's like yeah. the middle of the day. So I went out there, and I fell in such a way that I really hurt myself. And so now I have to stay off my leg. I'm laid up. I feel bad because one of my first reactions was to be sad that I didn't get to see you bail or whatever. I guess I want to say hurt yourself water skiing, but I don't want to see you hurt yourself. Well, to see I hurt myself water skiing, it's like if I had been water skiing, I wouldn't have hurt myself. You know what I'm saying? Like what I did oh, was just basically point. get dragged by a boat in yeah. such a way that it, like, wrenched my leg. So... You know, maybe it's not, I'm not a guy that should be water skiing. I don't really like lake water. Yeah. I prefer ocean water or river water. Eventually we're yeah. going to rank these things, but like, yes. let's talk about who we are in our show. Let's do. Welcome to Every Damn Thing, a podcast where we rank everything in the universe and beyond. I'm Jake. And I'm Phil, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take one or more items and tell you where they rank in the list of everything. Jake, for those listeners who want to play along, where can they see the list? The list can be viewed by going to everydamthing.net. You can find a link to the show notes there as well. Uh, one other thing, we do like to use curse words sometimes, so, I mean, as you can tell because of the name, there's a curse word in the name of the show, so, you know, consider yourself warned on that. Is damn still a curse word? I mean, it is a curse. No, it's edgy content. We're the bad boys of the the podcasting world. It's us, yeah. So we've known each other for many years, uh, decades even. Long ago, during our youthful adventures, we uncovered a great and powerful artifact. I believe it was in an ancient tomb. Yeah, and that tomb was located in a galley of a sunken ship. The, The great and powerful artifact was a list of every damn thing that ever has or ever will exist, ranked, of course, from best to worst, so it was a very long list. Immediately after finding the list of everything, we committed its memory, but we were separated from it by a great cataclysm. Or a hullabaloo. And it was lost to us for all time. Unfortunately, we each received a hard knock in the head during the cataclysm, (laughs) which transferred our memories of the list into the deep recesses of our subconscious minds. We can only now access the list bits at a time through an arcane mystical process that looks a lot like what they call shooting the shit. Through this process, podcasted for your listening pleasure, we'll gradually uncover the list of every damn thing. Right, and so the list currently has zero items because you, listener, are listening to the very first show. I mean... The list has an, an infinite amount of items. There are zero that we have revealed to you at the moment. But, but this is the episode where you're going to hear them. Today, yeah, we're gonna, it's exciting. We're going to reveal three things. One came from me, one came from Phil, and one came from a third person. Shall I start? Yeah, why don't you start with yours? Okay, we're going to talk about Double Stuff Oreos. Okay. Even though it's the first thing on the list, and we know it, where it's going to go... It's, it's going to be the fir- top and the bottom thing right away, but very yes. quickly it's going to be either the best thing ever or the worst thing ever because something's either going to go either below it or above it, right? Do you want to put it at the top or the bottom? I'm thinking about it. I guess Oreos are okay. They're kind of gross if you think about them a little bit, if they think about how they feel in your mouth. And a double stuff Oreo is much grosser than a regular Oreo. Like, I can't even think about it. I used to work with a guy who would eat them at a desk, and I, I was repulsed by it. Like, right to the to the point where i didn't want to be around it wasn't you know how some people they feel nauseous and they want to throw up it was like i didn't want to exist not that i wanted to die but i just <laughs> wanted to like be inert i wanted to like just let this time be over because i could hear the guy eating him you know yeah and it wasn't like he could eat anything else he could have eaten a soft batch cookie or he could have been eating like an el fudge 
you know, but it was something about that the fact that they were double stuff, that, that stuff wasn't enough for him. You know, like we got to get double stuff. That's something that it always really upset me. Like, what's wrong with people? Was there a quality of the style or sound of him eating it that was uh, twice that that it would be if it was a, a single stuff Oreo? It was. Like, do you think it was twice as bad as it would be if, if he was just eating a single stuff Oreo? Okay, the ratio was all wrong is the main problem. So okay. there's too much stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem is that it would be like what's something where, where things are, are held pretty much in balance. Yeah, like a pizza with extra cheese on it or something. Or like if you made Coca-Cola, but you used twice as much syrup. Things that like yeah. you think might be good because you like it that way. But in fact, it would not be good. It would be the opposite. It's just kind of something I think about sometimes where some people just, they're just not happy with like something that's in balance and they need to have something, they need to have something wrong. You know, they, it needs to be wrong for them. They, they, they need to right. break the rules and they have to have this stuff. And it's like, I have contempt. I'm outraged by it. I'm disgusted. I kind of feel bad for them. I pity that them eating them. It's it's like an obscenity. It's a profanity. Now, would uh, it be better if it was... So, there's double stuff in it, right? And the stuff refers to the um, the stuff in the middle, like the white cream, whatever. whatever yeah. Frosting, oh. the in, inner frosting, right? So, if there were yeah. double cookies to match the double stuff, you know, if you there was four like wafers it, somehow, but the same amount of stuff as a double stuff. So, so double it, stuff, double it, it, cream, but four wafers, like separated between four wafers. Like, I think is a double just stuff, the thickness. No, I just think it's the, that amount of cream on one place isn't right. You could put twice as many cookies on it, but just having that much cream, that much stuff all together, yeah. I just, it's just it's not right. I don't like it. I guess it's like you're on the road to Oops All Berries. Why not just get like a cup of the stuff and you can just right. sit there and, and you and the stuff, by the way, it's like just hydrogenated oil or maybe a coconut right. oil, but I think it's just hydrogenated oil, right? With maybe some milk solids in it or something. I don't really know how they make it. I couldn't tell you. To me, it's like sugar crystals and frozen milk. I, I don't know what you would call it. Hydrogenated. I'm, I'm sure they use a hydrogenated oil because... I'm not the, a scientist, but it... I just say that because the... um Because Hydrox, their rival, is hydrogenated oil. That's why they're called that. I see. And it's like... Oops, all berries I can, I, like, for some reason I'm at peace with and, like, I'm intrigued by. I, I like to think about it. It's a concept I like. But yeah. double stuff is, like, it doesn't seem right to me. I don't like it. I'm going to sadly have to ask that we put it as number one on the list. The greatest Number thing. one on the list. Yeah. Now, you we know, have an opportunity. My sister was at the grocery store, and she saw Oreos that were cookies and cream-flavored Oreos. The stuff inside had cookies in the stuff. It's like a baby with a baby. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like a like, pregnant baby, essentially. I put pregnant babies pretty low on the list too. Not from okay. any fault of their own. I don't. It's. I'm not moralizing or anything. But like. Now no. we have an opportunity to stack up the list here. You know, if we wanted to, we could rank uh, double stuff Oreos and pregnant babies right now. I think. Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Let's rank. Well, hold on a sec, because we could throw in Oreos as well. So we know double stuff Oreos are are worse than Oreos, right? Let's put Oreos, then pregnant babies, and then double stuff Oreos. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Well. Yeah. Are I'm you okay, okay with, with, with 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 putting more things in here? I mean, I. I am yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't. If if we can if we can do it easily. I think that's fine. Now, right, we might now, want to come back to Pregnant Baby. Okay, let's just rank Oreos let's just, and Double Stuff Oreos. Let's just rank Oreos. Oreos and Double Stuff Oreos. Uh, Oreos at the top, Double Stuff Oreos at the bottom. I got it. Okay. Yeah, was... I feel like to really discuss, I I don't think I put the thought in to discuss uh, Pregnant Babies. It's, it's, a, yeah, it's that, pretty it, complex. It's a fraught issue. Yeah. I know, like, pandering is, like, a, an issue, but, like, we might have some listeners that are Pregnant Babies, and... They'd be listening. They don't want to get ranked. And they feel like they're judged and, you know. Yeah, or listeners whose parent was a pregnant baby. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's probably, Um, I mean, if we have, if there's a pregnant baby listening, that means we have two listeners right now, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. So let's go on to the next one. I want to take a little break, put some sort of music insert in here. 
right. then we'll go on to another thing. All right, let's go. Okay, hey, we're back. So we're in cyberspace. Jake and I are yeah. meeting virtually. Uh, our avatars are talking to each other. So it's like I hand in this token, and the token is the password, and that's how you can use it, hack it to the yeah. mainframe. When I took the token, my uh, aura turned from blue to green. And we are just existing in a, uh, a virtual space. Yeah, Phil and I are inside your head right now. And it's, it's, it's fantastic. Nice, it's very nice in here. Lots and lots of space. We're just chilling. We have our feet up. So I brought a thing to rank, uh, to add to the did. list of everything. This is a type of animal, uh, a bird. Oh, I was thinking about birds today. Were you? Why? It might be relevant. Let's hear okay. what you say. It's a crow that ah. I would like to rank, put on the rank of everything. <laughs> So crows are really I interesting. I saw what I believe to be a murder of crows two days ago. There, there must have been. Anytime you see a group, that's a murder, right? Okay, or if you so see a little family. This was unit. like this was maybe this is multiple murders. It's a multiple homicide. Um, so yeah, we we got crows. There was at least a hundred of them flying together. Were they? Sometimes there'll be a crow funeral and a bunch of crows all hang out together and like go around where the crow died. Their their a crows, a crow's dead, and the crows go to where the dead crow is and look at it, right? Yeah, and like. Pay their respects. So Yeah, or they try to figure out how it died. I, we moved to the suburbs, my family and I, and I befriended these crows. I was feeding them peanuts because I saw that's how they use in the videos where they're training crows to use tools and whatnot. I thought, these crows are going to be my friends. They're going to get along with me. Finally, out in the suburbs, I'm a little bit socially isolated, especially what with COVID. You know, you, yeah. you can't talk to people anyway. Now I have crow friends. They're going to uh, do what I tell them. Sometimes they'll tell me to do things, you know, like it'll be an even-handed friendship, giving them these peanuts. Uh, but then, like, the problem is having crows at your house to be your friends isn't any different than having crows around your house as your enemy. Like, they're still squawking. They cause trouble. So they're tearing up some of my wife's plants. Oh, I and, see. And so now they're a problem. And I've encouraged them to come around. And now they're causing an issue for my family. You know, my wife says, those damn crows... What are they here? Get out of here. She chases them. You know, she's got yeah. like a broom. Get out of this front yard, you, you crows. And they pretend like they weren't messing with her plants. Like they, they walk away like trying to look cool like it wasn't yeah. them. So she wants to get a dead crow toy. Right. Basically, you can buy these dead crows. Oh, so it's not a real dead crow. No, no. Oh, it's okay. like a toy there's crow. A, there's a short story by Charles Bukowski where there's a guy in prison uh, and there's a bunch of pigeons that, that are shitting on the wall all the time. And the guy has to clean the pigeon shit off the wall. Uh-huh. They're up on a wall and he has to clean it off the ground. And the guy catches a pigeon. I think he kills the pigeon and, and I think he just throws... Or you know what? Maybe he gets a chicken foot and throws it up to where the pigeons are to threaten them. Like, you know, this is what's going to happen to you. Oh, you're next. Um, and then the pigeons don't I, fuck I don't think anymore. that would fit, scare a pigeon because I've seen pigeons fight over chicken bones inside the Popeyes. Maybe it was a pigeon foot then. Maybe he You know the Popeyes the in Divisadero in San Francisco? Yeah. Not as well as you, but I know Pigeons will hang around inside there and they're, okay. they fight over chicken bones that people drop on the floor and they're just squabbling over it. It's pretty unsettling, man. I'm just telling you that the crows are. We're getting off yeah. track. Okay, pigeons sorry. will come later. These crows, they're really smart, but like, they, if they're so smart, then how can they be fooled by a shirt with hay in it, which is like their worst nightmare? You know what I mean? That... <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's like, they're very smart birds. They they can identify human beings. They know that, like, I wear a hat, that I'm the same guy. But yet, a shirt with hay in it, they're terrified of it. Like they, Maybe they, it's an aesthetic thing. Maybe they just don't like being around it. They know what it is, but... They get the message. Yeah, they get the message, or they just don't like the way it looks. Do you think it would help if we took, when we got this dead crow, if we put, like, a knife in it? You know what I mean? Like, a mannequin holding a knife 
putting it into a crow's chest. Yeah, maybe. Or like a, a mannequin with a gun shooting at it with like fake smoke coming out of the gun. Oh, what if the crow was like, had his mouth in those roots? So it looked like the roots were poisonous. Oh, yeah. And you got put big old X's on his eyes that will, so the crows know, oh, he's dead, you know. Or you get two fake crows, one that looks alive and looks like a lady crow, one that looks like a man crow, and then like a cup of tea next to the dead crow that looks like it hasn't been disturbed. I don't know, somehow implied that the woman crow has been slowly poisoning the man crow over time in his tea. Yeah, but the poison would have to be, the whole point is to keep it away from the roots of the plant. It would have to look like the roots yeah. of my wife's plant were in there. You understand? I get you. Otherwise, it and would just well, it would it. just uh, it would just think that there was a murderer crow. It was a it was a Columbo crow, you know. So yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying though, man. That would work. I don't want to frame a crow. I want to encourage the crow not to eat the plants. But yeah. I I think it could work. So that's what I know about crows. Okay, uh, so uh, I, I, mean, I kind of like them. They're kind of funny to watch them. The way they hop is do funny. You, do you? But feel they like, terrorize our neighborhood. Do you feel like there's something that they know that they're not telling you? Every time I see crows, I feel like there's something going on. They, they see me and they make a noise and then they fly up to like a perch like or yeah. somewhere high and I feel like they're saying stuff to other crows about me. They're timid creatures, man. They, they, are they timid or are they because... They are timid. They, that, they don't like Well, they don't run and people. hide. They just go to a higher place and look at you and like... I think I feel like they're they talking shit, kind of. They judge you. They judge you, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come they're identifying high. you. They're like, this guy coming out here, he's trouble. He used to give me peanuts. Now he doesn't give me peanuts anymore. So now he's an enemy, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, but I also feel you, like they maybe you, are trying to help you. I definitely felt like ever, at the very beginning of, of coronavirus, I felt like the crows knew something about it that they were trying to tell me, but they couldn't because they don't speak English. You think they wanted to, to help in some way? Do you think they were telling yeah, you, like, it's good that this happened to human beings and we're crows and now we can have the earth? Yeah, or like wear a mask. Wear, no, no, no. Wear a mask. You, you wanted to wear a mask that looks so, like a crow like they did in the oh. old days. Like in ancient times, you know what a I'm lot talking of the about? Crows, a lot of those masks look kind of like crows. They got beaks on them, sort of, or they got the pointy bit. And maybe that's, that's what I mean, those, those plague time masks. Oh, oh yeah. Here's another thing. Eating crow is bad luck, right? Well, yeah. Or it's what you have to do if, or, like... Maybe they just they don't just, taste good. I do mean, people it is... just say it because it means eat shit, or what? Maybe, yeah, because, like, it seems like the kind of thing where it's like, I have to eat crow because crow tastes bad, and... Well, no, but eating crow is like when you're, when you're like, admitting fault, right? Yeah, but... You wouldn't need a crow unless you had if you had another choice. Maybe in olden times it was some sort of punishment where like if you said something that was like not true or if you were guilty of something, eating crow was like one of the punishments. They're pretty birds though. They and they're songbirds and they they're not really well liked by people because they you know they're nuisances generally. But yeah. anyway, I, I I'm ready to rank them though. Okay, so I want to go through a few other features of them. Okay. I guess it's going to be they're going to be easy to rank uh, because we're only comparing them to a couple of kinds of cookies. But a couple of things about them. We mentioned that they hold funerals. You mentioned they're really smart. They're they're impressive in that way. You mentioned that they remember humans' faces and will I guess describe a human to another person uh, to another crow rather. They're generally solitary, but they will form a murder and they'll like cooperate to mob a predator and like they'll gang up on bigger birds or, or worse birds. And on their plus side, um, they do help clean up. They eat a lot of trash. And I mean, the big negative of theirs is that they destroy crops. Apparently, they do it all over the place, including your crops. I'm not going hungry. Right, but there are your crops, and they are destroying them. Um, yeah, that's true. So those are the plus and minuses of crows. I, I like them. I'm also concerned they'll know if, if I don't want to rank them high. So Well, you're in luck because I know where I want to rank them. Okay, go on. I want to rank them above Oreos because Oreos aren't very good for me. Okay. Um, 
I've never eaten a crow. I know it's bad to eat a crow. Um, and I know crows will cause trouble that Oreos won't cause, but they don't cause. They're not hydrogenated. So let's just say, let's put crows above Oreos. And then we solve the problem of if we rank them low and they find out, we don't have to worry about it yet because they're at the top of the list still. Okay, uh, yeah, we're in agreement here. This is going uh, really smoothly so far with this. Oh, yeah, nice, nice. With this list making. Um, so now we've got crows at number one at the oh, top of the list. Hey, by the way, just very, we should specify that the bird, because there is a kind of candy called crows. They're like dots, but they're black licorice. Okay. Yeah, so we'll have to say the bird. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be crows, number one on the list. Uh, the list of everything. Right. Top of the list is crows. Middle of the list at number two is regular Oreos, single stuff Oreos. And at the bottom of the list is the double stuff Oreos. So next thing is we're going to take another quick break and then we'll move on to the next thing. All right, let's do it. Here we are, third segment. We're in the far future now. <laughs> very distant future, streaming back through time. Uh, yeah. You know what? Maybe we're not in the very distant future. If you're listening to this in the distant future, podcast being evergreen. No, we're further um, than that, though, is the thing. Oh, are we? Okay. Yeah. We're at the very last bit, so it's like there's nothing you can do. And this will never be – I guess it's never going to get recorded. I guess, yeah, I you're know. not listening to this. We're speaking into a void, depending yeah. on who you are. And then we'll catapult it backwards in time. There we go. The third thing we're going to discuss was submitted to us by a very uh, a friend of ours who – uh, made a donation to the podcast. He gave us a couple of uh, microphones. Yeah, these are great microphones. To use. So it's our friend Thaddeus. Yeah, he generously donated some uh, microphones to to us, uh, and he also submitted a number of things uh, for us to rank. Uh, and so we figured we'd honor him and thank him by choosing one of the things he had submitted to rank for, on the first episode. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, that thing is country western musician Hank Williams Jr. Oh, now that's a fraud topic. Man. It is a fraud topic. About, I was talking um, about fraud topics earlier. It'd be the good name for a clothing store in the mall. Oh, it would be. I so, said it and I was thinking, yeah, good point. So here's what's going on with, with Hank Jr. The problem with Hank. Okay, let's let's get to like the gist of Hank, who he is and what he is. Okay. He's a country western musician. He was born like in the 50s sometime. Yeah, he um, started his career he, in the late 60s, early 70s. He was a little baby when his daddy died. His dad being like... In many ways, the the father of country western music as we know it today. Yeah, Hank Williams Sr. You know, along with George Jones or several other people. You know right, what I'm saying? But he's, he's, he's yeah. he stands above pretty yeah. much everybody. Yeah. Incredible, in the incredible American voice that you would put the the hillbilly Shakespeare. You know, like you yeah. put him up with anybody. So he's he's the son of this incredible artist. He started his career out as sort of a clone of his dad. There were a lot of those around in those times, yeah. right? But he of course had the pedigree, and he could he really could sound like his dad. He sings his dad's songs. Then, like, in the 70s, he got into kind of a different style of music, like what you call outlaw country, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely more... More boogie-oriented. with outlaw. I don't know if... I, I'm not sure he's, if he's technically considered outlaw. He's not from Texas, but he's uh, of the same time, and he grew yeah, his hair he, long. Yeah, he he's an outlaw. With, he grew a beard, grew his hair long, rode a motorcycle. Did a bunch of drugs. Uh, yeah. Uh, Piled around a lot with Willie and Waylon and uh, Merle Haggard and George Jones and, you know... These are his buddies, and like you know, they, they talk about him, they sing with each other, etc. And was extremely popular. Like you have no idea how popular this guy was in the eighties. When I was a kid, if you turn on country music radio, you might hear Hank Williams. Oh, uh, um, Hank Williams Jr. That's yeah, Hank yeah, Williams Jr. Yeah. And you know, I mean, he had like song, he did the football. Are you ready uh, for some football? Which yeah. is based on all my ratty friends are coming over tonight. He did. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a Saturday morning cartoon or at least appeared on one. It it actually wouldn't have been surprising. Like you could you could say, oh yeah, Hank Jr. did this. It's called Bocephus. He turned Bocephus is his alter ego. He has an alter ego. Like he's big yeah. enough. 
that he has an alter ego. And so he has some songs that we can that should factor into him. Some some good songs and some bad songs. He has "Fax Me a Beer," which is about modern technology. Right, which uh, is which is not a not a very well known song. It's, well, he also he has a country boy can't survive, which is uh, how do I say it? Like the kind of people that he's speaking for here. It's not a voice I'm trying to hear a lot of the time. He has another okay. song called "If the South Would Have Won," which is basically That's like. That's sort basically of a, like a, a longing for a white separatist state. So personally, and in his politics, he's pretty irredeemable. He's a what you call a fucked individual, right? Yeah. I doubt I'd want to be in the same room as him. Um, I doubt I'd want to have a conversation with him. Now, but then again, he would tell you, oh, if you listen to If the South Would Have Won, it's not about racism or anything. I'm just right. thinking about how the South is great and it would be really cool if, you know, the South was its own, you know. Yeah, but yeah. It's like, it's, but it's like at the heart of it, you can't divorce it from the heart of it. That, that's not like his best known song. Any. Well, he's got All My Rowdy Friends. All My Rowdy Friends uh, I've got a list of songs too. right here. Family Tradition, which is um, another thing we can get into is that he seems to, not only did he start his career sort of covering his dad's songs, one of the most common themes in any of his songs is about how his dad is Hank Williams. Yeah, he'll let you know who his dad is. Like, Practically every song's what, got some sort of reference yeah, to well it. Well into his 50s, he was making songs where he's like, this is who my dad is. You know, my daddy is this guy. And you're like, yeah, man, come on. Like, we know who it is. You go by his, whole, by his name. You're, you're out there with his name. We know it says Junior right <laughs> yeah. there. I, I know your dad wrote Lost Highway. I'm ready to rank Hank. I would like to. Go I've got a few songs. things to say on it. Yeah, he's got a number of songs, including Fax Me a Beer. Um, which yeah. is about technology. He seems to be a horrible person, terrible guy, wouldn't want to hang yeah. out with him, wouldn't want to talk to him, wouldn't want to be in the same room as him unless he was on stage performing and wasn't talking between his songs. I kind of like it if he was in one of those things where you get to throw a pie at him. That would or be like, fun too. Both of you those hit things. the you hit him you know, the baseball and then he falls into the thing of water and he sputters. Well, why did this happen to me? <laughs> I kind of think of him as a villain. Also, I felt like oh, yeah. for a lot of my life, he always was challenging me as to like whether or not I was ready for football. And I didn't like it. And when he got fired from that, I got to say, it's kind of like when you heard about how I fell in the water trying to water ski. And you said, oh, I wish I could have been there to see you get hurt. That would have been really funny. You know, that's what your, your evil mind thought. And I got to say, yeah. to see him humiliated would be funny. Now, I don't want to see the, anyone get hurt, but I would like to see Hank Jr. get humiliated. It might be funny. So I'm a big fan of country music, um, as are you. Yeah. Maybe the era during which he was making country is actually possibly my favorite. Like I, li I like to say I like old country music, and this counts as old country music, but a lot of people, when they like to say they're like old country music, they're talking about... They want about, to hear Patsy Cline. They want, they want to hear Patsy Cline, Lefty Hank Sr., and you know, people like that. Johnny Cash. Yeah, uh, I understand, but this is this is now we're talking about a time 40 years in the past now. So Right, when, uh, when but some based... of his songs are like my absolute favorite. I think that he's indisputably got some of the best country songs that exist, including the ones that you maybe don't like as much. Like I'm annoyed by Country Boy Can't Survive, kind of i come from a you know a rural town same one you do and i you know i get some sort of pride out of when i hear that family tradition i'm a big fan of hank senior i like i mean i actually do like the ref all the references to hank senior even though i find it kind of like pitiful in a lot of ways it evokes him you know um songs like whiskey bent and hellbound i mean that is maybe my favorite song of his which i think it's genius it's you know i think it's one of the best country songs there are so taking that into consideration, it's hard for me to give him a bad ranking because I do consider him, even though he's got a number of terrible songs as well, like Prince has songs that I think are not that great, you know, but his, his really good songs. Uh, What's a Prince song you don't like that's, that's not very good? I know I've heard Prince songs that aren't. That, All right, that, okay. just wondering. I, I, was, I was challenging you. I was making you cite an example. 
There's a song uh, called like "Get Get Funky" or like "Smelly Stuff" or something like that. Or like, you, you, I, I was just worried that you were gonna say "Bat Dance" and now it's gonna have to. Oh, quit Bat doing Dance! This. I'm into. I was gonna uh, have to quit no, doing this one with you. It's like uh, "Stinky Sex" or something. Anyways, the other thing, uh, the note that I wanted to make about Hank Jr. is I was reluctant to bring him up, especially in our first podcast, because I thought. My main issue with him is his crappy politics. Uh, and yeah. then this will like reveal us, at least myself, as being about as lefty as you can get. Maybe chase off some listeners. Probably not. Who knows? I, I, I don't know. Maybe if these people don't like the lefty politics, they would could still be open-minded. and they, they need to know everything that's on the list, yeah. so maybe they'll still listen. Uh, you Anyways, know what? We'll, we'll find out. We'll find I figured out, I wouldn't you know? be scared. If you make somebody angry, it will drive engagement. And they, uh, um, you know, that's what people like. They like controversy. It's like WCW used to say, oh, there's three C's. Controversy creates cash. I see, yeah. It's um, like if somebody, if they're mad at what you did, that's actually better than yeah. if they like it. And then, oh, I'm, now I'm I don't know how the cash like... comes in. I, I don't really know how we would make cash off of this. I, I didn't really think that through, but I, I just know that's what the WCW guy used to say. Keep an eye out for our Patreon. Uh, so anyways, yeah. the songs I mentioned are on the list. They're ranked on the list somewhere. I don't want to rank them now, but yeah, yeah. pretty most of his songs, at least the ones that, you, that I know rank higher on the list than if we're ranking just hank or all of hank jr's songs yeah i get it that's i get it if his oeuvre, we're ranking if hank his jr oeuvre. as a person yeah. yeah 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 i got it so man. i'm pretty happy with putting him low also, on the list he, because him he fell his, off a mountain so like it's true i don't yeah. know he I, had to grow a beard to cover his face which was scarred up i believe from falling off a mountain or cracked his jaw he had to get some sort of yeah plastic surgery his daddy died like when he's a little kid i get it like i i think his daughter just died but now i feel bad saying that i wanted something bad to happen to him I want him to like step in dog shit. Too. Yeah, if he stepped in dog shit and then like took off his boot to like smell it and it got on his hands and then he like <laughs> smelled his hands and it got now on you're his talking hands. my language. Yeah, if he was like, um, oh, phew, I almost stepped in that dog shit and then he turned around and then he stepped in another piece of dog shit. What if he had to eat crow? That'd be good too. The waiter comes and he's like, here you go, Hank Jr. I got a dinner for you, and he takes off that big tray, you know, with the what do you call that thing? Some sort of a uh, a serving sop? tray. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Lifts yeah. it up and just a, a weird dead silver crow dome. Underneath that dome, nothing but a dead crow looking at him. And then he's like, "What did I do to deserve this?" Well, you wrote a song called "If the South Would Have Won," man, and you yeah. performed it. I don't know if he True. still does, but yep. yeah. So yeah, let's rank the guy. I think he's somewhere. Um, he, uh, he's not as good as crows. Um, I, I can't judge him on the double stuff Oreos. What's your take on that? I know that you feel. I think I he's you worse than double. Worse than double stuff Oreos. Okay. I could have put him either way, but let's put him worse okay. than double stuff Oreos. Yeah, I think that somewhere down the line we might put his songs, certain songs of his, on the list. Moving those guys though, we have to use our own blood for the dark ceremony to move things that we've oh, already put on the list. Oh, I would move them. No, I mean we might add them to add his songs. Oh, I thought you meant him, if him we want to move him up or down, that we have to do yeah, the dark that, ceremony. Yeah, that requires a dark ceremony, and it's possible, but it, it's only done with great effort. Yeah. Once we play something on the list. Now, um, no. uh, we have another opportunity, I think, right now. There's a subject that came up that I think we could very easily um, agree on where it goes on the list. Let's do it um, quick. Okay. The father of this gentleman. Ah, Hank Sr. He's number one, right? Hank I mean, Sr.'s a flawed individual. Everyone is flawed. All human beings are flawed. We're mortal, and mortal beings have flaws, right? Um, okay. The father of country music, writer of a dozen fantastic songs, and then another dozen... Probably, yeah. Great songs, right? Yeah, I would say I might double those numbers, but yeah. Pretty much every Maybe song triple. he wrote was an incredible work of genius. You know how he would get his stories from was it said that he would read these romance comic books. And someone was saying, why are you always reading this stuff? And he said, where do you think I get my stories from, you idiot? You know, like, give those back to me. He wrote the song, I Saw the Light. I watched this in that Ken Burns movie. Yeah. He wrote I Saw the Light, and it was like on a half an hour driving home because he saw some headlights on the road with his mom and he's like he's written more songs about christianity that i genuinely love even though i'm not into christianity 
than yeah, yeah. than anybody has, you know, than like than Jesus has. If you ever heard like, hey, Phil went uh, Christian. He's like at the church all the day. He's yeah, like, I know it's because you listened to I Saw the Light. Yeah, when my son was a baby, I'd be or maybe that Angel of Death. Yeah, man, he has the song Lost Highway. Just to name one other song, that's about as good of a song can be. Yeah, you know what I mean, you hear it. It's got everything in it. It's got heartbreak in it. It's got real emotion. And and like his son, he wasn't a fantastic dude. He was not a very good husband. Uh, he was not a very good friend. He's a drug addict? He, he, yeah. He was, I mean, he was in bad pain. It was, he yeah, was he was in, yeah, he had a scoliosis or he had a problem with his back. But he put a gun on this dude. He drew down on this guy, Farron Young, who was another singer at mm-hmm. the time. He had a very, uh, very attractive girlfriend. And Hank saw her. He said, you know, I, I like this girl. I'm gonna. So he goes and he pulls a gun on Farron Young and he said, you know, she's not going to be your girlfriend anymore. She's going to be all Hank's girlfriend now. And you're going to leave her alone. You're not going to call her anymore. And then what is Farron Young going to do? I'm sure Hank Williams is a bigger star than he is or a bigger deal than he is. Oh, yeah. Not just having a gun, but it's like it could be his career. And then Hank, I think he ended up marrying this girl. I can't recall. It's not uh, Hank Jr.'s mother. It's uh, no. not Audrey, the other one. Anyways, though, so a uh, flawed human being, but we're all flawed, who created great works that can touch you, make you laugh and cry. Um, oh, you know a song I was thinking of? If, if, if you had one Hank song... That was the greatest song. It would probably be "I'll Never Get Out of This World Alive." It's something oh, that, that one's like good I too. I think because it's, it's funny too. I think currently my favorite Hank song is "Jambalaya," and it has been for a while, but that changes, of course. Yeah, that's um, that is a good one. I had intended for us to to not talk about Hank for a long time. It's okay, but that's let's fine. put him in. Let's put him in. If we well, can agree on if we if we're not going to agree uh, really quickly on what it is, then we'll talk about him more some other episode. But if we can agree right now that he's number one on the list, yeah, then, yeah, okay. I know Perfect. that there's a that we have a way to settle disputes. Right. Oh, we didn't mention yeah. that. We're starting out each of us with one veto. Neither of us used it, but uh, we each still have one veto that we will carry on to the next episode. If one of us uses a veto, which we could use to veto the other person and, and rank the thing wherever we think it should be ranked, that means we can't use the veto again until the other person uses their veto. So I can't if yeah. I veto something, I don't have another veto until it, it puts a strain on that on the space-time continuum. If it's yeah, like, it does, and all of the universe uh, might eventually come crashing down. All the multiverse, we man. We use them too much. Yeah, true. So that's it about so, the vetoes. But so now I, there's five things on the list. Yeah, there's there's five things on the list, and they're uh, bookended by Hank Williams on the top and the bottom. Oh, that's true. That's a very good point. Uh, yeah. that, so that won't last long. The next episode, we'll have more. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, get at us at, what's the email? Everydamthing.net. Oh, sorry. That's where you go to see show notes uh, and, and to see the list. If you want to take a look at the list, go to everydamthing.net. You can also find that in the show notes. Our theme is by Jade Puget. Um, if you'd like to add anything to the list, we're taking submissions for things that you'd like to hear us discuss. So um, if you'd like to add a person, place, a thing, concept, or just tell us how you like the show or whatever, you can email us at list at everydamthing.net. And we'll be working on getting social media stuff up. Uh, again, thanks to Thad for the microphones. And yeah, if you want to rate and review us on iTunes, tell us how We'd great we We'd enjoy it, yeah. Tell your friends and come back next week for the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.